tribe. This is the tribe of fire. My name is Kylie. And my name is Sean. <laughs> and we are Wildfire Tribe. So if you need to find anything out about us, the best place to do that is at wildfiretribe.life. That's our website. And there's links to all sorts of things on there, including Patreon. And we thank you to those people that are supporting us with as little as $2 a month, unlocks all sorts of bonuses for you. So thank you for everybody that's supporting us already, and we look forward to growing our family of Patreon as well. Now, last time we did a topic called gratitude, and we realized that we have so much to be grateful for that we thought we'd better do some more. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, so we did last week. I th- actually, we last week we left off on this verse from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 to 18. Let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Yeah, so you probably better keep talking about that a little bit. That sounds pretty important. Well, I just felt like we kind of left off on this high. That All of the whole podcast last week really was on this high of engaging and practicing this exercise of gratitude. It is like exercising a muscle. It's like being in that awareness of the constant forever now, which is this place that we live in always which is not in yesterday and not in tomorrow but in the fullness of today and that we have so much to be grateful for in this moment even in the midst of difficult circumstances and even in the midst of whatever happens to be going on in our world we can actually take that deep breath and have a look at what is beautiful in well, this I'm moment. Well I'm grateful again of course already and it, it, when I say of course It's because of where we're sitting. It's another beautiful spot down by the river. But we've also got to go and have coffee this morning. So I'm extremely grateful for that every morning that I get to get up and walk around the corner to our favourite cafe in the town that we live and have a coffee. I'm extremely grateful that that is a part of our existence. And we got to do that this morning. We did. And we got to just have amazing conversations with beautiful people. And that is always my favourite part about being at the cafe and is just the interactions it's our community there it is that little place of gorgeousness and deliciousness where we get to interact with people in our community and it is it's a really it's a really special thing to be able to have that space where we're being able to interact with people that we love and I'm grateful that those people that are in that cafe too, not just the customers, but all the staff that work there, that they are a little part of our family, that you get to interact with them each time that you go there and that hopefully you cheer them up and they cheer you up or at least you get to do a little slice of life together and you talk about your families and you talk about people to pray for and things like that. It's um, it's an amazing atmosphere to be able to just uh, walk into an environment and come across people that you've had discussions with, that you've done a little bit of life with. And I'm really grateful that, that I think we spoke about it last time, that we are not the business owners. No, we aren't. And we <laughs> not have that that's been, a bad thing. We but... have been. And I think that's why we're so grateful that we aren't anymore. Yeah. That, um, that we are so grateful for what they do, what they provide our community and yeah. just the beautiful people that they are. And it's always... It's a difficult job, isn't it? That hospitality, lots and lots and lots of jobs are very, very difficult. But we've done a fair bit of hospitality in our life and it's, it's putting on the smile every day as well as the service that goes with it. It's your life is 
is pretty good no matter what because you're there to serve customers and we're really grateful that that that's the vibe of all the hospitality places that we go into that we know what it's like to uh, go to work when things in your life are not necessarily as you would wish but you put on that smile for the customers it's we're really grateful for that and we're also really grateful that we understand that that's what it takes because we've had to do that over and over and over again in businesses that we've had to you know be be that person that's grateful for having the business and having the customers come in it's that once again it's that focus on being grateful isn't it whether you're the business owner or the customers every day if you can just walk in gratitude it changes how your mind thinks how your brain thinks Mm, and it changes the atmosphere that you create where you are and the atmosphere that you bring with you wherever you go so the atmosphere of those people who walk in gratitude within their businesses the atmosphere is an atmosphere that people want to be around it's it makes them feel better when they come into that space and also as people that come into other people's businesses like we do we carry that atmosphere as well with us so when we are walking in that place of gratitude we're also walking in that place of peace there's a, there's like a shalom a, a goodness like a, a joy that's attached to who we are and people want to be in that they want to be around it it's it they love it when you arrive at at their place of work or because you're carrying the very essence of that goodness, that that beautiful piece of uh, the being the sons and daughters of God that we are that just allows us to resonate with that very life force of our creator. So what else are you grateful for today, Kylie? I'm really grateful for our massive sound system that we have in our house. I just went home <laughs> earlier after coffee and blasted out some Metallica. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for yeah, all of those things that give us the ability to produce the different creative project that we have. Like I'm grateful for these little microphones that allow us to produce a good a really good quality podcast and our from GoPro. anywhere that we we've are. We've got a GoPro camera as well. So we've just filmed our uh, departure from home on, and on our little motorbike, which we're also grateful for, which took us a thousand kilometers and back yes to um, some wonderful mystical friends a little while was, ago yeah, i'm really grateful and for we've got a little things. camera that we sit on the front of it we can film where we go and we can film the traffic and and i know that you just made me drive down that dead end street and illegally drive on the footpath to exit that street we filmed that as well <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm grateful for you once again, honey, because you've just got that adventure streak. You have got that, just that knowing who you are and you just walk in, in that person every day. And, and I, I love that. I love that you're just bold and brave and you don't care what people think. You just be who you are. And I'm really grateful for the man at the Lifeline Opportunity Shop yeah. that we went into this morning. <laughs> His name's Brian and he lives in the town that we live in and we go in through the Opportunity Shop, which for those of you that are not in Australia, it's a thrift store. It's a, that's what it's called in some parts of the world. Up it's up. secondhand clothing, books, etc. Um, and we quite often go into this one shop, not even to purchase anything because we mostly have everything that we need, but just to take the atmosphere that we carry into there as well as to interact with the atmosphere that's been provided there and there's a man there by the name of Brian and he's always up for a laugh and I saw him 
working there this morning and come up behind him and without him turning around to see that it was me I asked him if he could recommend the right dress size and colour for me and without taking a breath he recommended an autumn classic didn't he with glitter yes with some sparkle (laughs) so I'm really grateful to run into people that have a sense of humour yeah definitely it certainly is a beautiful thing just to have that not too seriousness about you to just be able to engage people in that place of humour and yeah that's pretty special I'm grateful for a young fellow that we spoke to this morning in the cafe as well that we know that he would tell us what he got up to on the weekend. There's just so much to be grateful for when you break it all down, isn't there? There's there's the waking up part in the morning in the bed that you like having in the room that you like being in. There's just it's such a, a massive list day to day for me of the things that I can choose to acknowledge that I'm grateful for or just not even think about but during the exercise of actually focusing on those things and thinking about them I'm reframing or I'm retraining my mind and I'm Mm. transforming my mind as it talks about in Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 be transformed by the renewing of your mind we talk about it all of the time so we're intentionally transforming our mind from a place of gratitude so it really is like this talk that we're talking about exercising our spiritual muscles that much of what already is needs to be received by our bodies and our minds and incorporated and grown through practice through that exercise so do you think learning to be grateful to god in all things like it does take practice doesn't it i don't know that it takes practice for everyone but it certainly does for me. Maybe some people uh, have that fully transformed mind or they're born with a, the mind of gratefulness. Maybe some people are further along that scale. I'm not sure, you know, because everybody's uniquely crafted by God in, in his own special way. But for me, it certainly does take practice for me to be grateful. You know that I'm a very grumpy person to live with. <laughs> and then on the podcast... Sometimes I actually share that grumpiness, but mostly probably not. It's pretty funny. But day-to-day living, I'm not necessarily the most happy person all of the time. And maybe that's maybe that's uh, an exercise that I need to practice more often is intentionally being grateful. And, and perhaps that will change my mind. And that is the adventure that we're on, isn't it? That's, mm. that's what we're intending to change in our own thinking so is it the same for everybody else well as we signed off last week it seemed to we spoke about Paul and it seemed to be the same for Paul like Paul he Paul from the Bible yeah Paul from the Bible sometimes you have to explain that because some people might just tune in and think they're on some I don't know, like backpacking show or yeah. motorbike show. <laughs> Which we kind of are a backpacking and a motorbike show and a mystical conversational talk about Paul from the Bible show. So what's our, what do we call? We're like, we're wildfire tribe and we have conversations. Real conversations. About. Mystical things. We're wildfire tribe. Mm. We have real conversations yep. about mystical things. Yeah. Okay, now you can continue with your Bible verse because those people that have just sort of jumped on and nobody, not everybody necessarily realizes that that's what we're about, Kylie. No, it's true. Well, Paul from the Bible practiced and learned his positive mindset toward God. It became so much of a part of him that in his letter to the Philippians, we see his joyful gratitude exude from him even when he was in prison, persecuted for his faith and chained to an ogre-like soldier. I didn't know about that story. 
Well, where did you read that? Um, I read that in uh, when I was just processing some thoughts that other people had had about Paul and his journey with gratitude. Sounds like Shrek. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. It sounds like Shrek. Mm. Anyway, I wanted to start this week, even though I know we've kind of already started this week with this conversation thus far, but I wanted to start it with a quote by St. Augustine of Hippo, which sounds like it could be from Shrek as well. But anyway... How about you let me do the jokes, Kylie, and you just try and do the... the the stuff that makes sense. Well, it's not a joke. I'm actually being serious. (laughs) So his quote is, a Christian should be an alleluia from head to foot. That also sounds like it's out of Shrek. Yeah, that is the name of the song, the theme song in Shrek, isn't it? Alleluia. Keep singing that. It does. Alleluia. I can't remember how it goes. It'll come to me. I thought that was pretty cool, though. A Christian should be an alleluia from head to foot. And, you know, I don't know that a lot of Christians are an alleluia. We might show up to our services on Sunday and go, alleluia or hallelujah. But, you know, on a day-to-day basis, do you think people associate us with joy and alleluia and praise and excitement and wonder? and Definitely not. In my opinion. (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, that that this conversation needs to bring our awareness into that place of once again being grateful. So one of the words As that... As Christians, we're really, really concerned that we're going to get things wrong. Mm, I know, really we need to just bound loosen up. up. And yeah. We just sh- really uptight about everybody getting things wrong in the world and swear words and... Mm, it's Lots like, of rule breakers. Yeah, it's like we're news. the law police, like the ancient law police. You've got to make sure everybody's ticking all the boxes. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. That's just another version of what we started out with this morning. And and Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That's definitely a song yes, it from is. my childhood. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so it's a good good practice to remember that and to rejoice, to be grateful. Transformation of your mind into a place of gratitude. So it is a call to joy, rejoices. And sometimes Jesus would walk into a room and immediately call people to joy instead of using the standard hello. Isn't that interesting? In Isaiah 55, 12, it says, For you will go out with joy and be led forth with peace, and the mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Is Isaiah in the Old Testament or the New Testament? Mm, It's in the Old Testament. You said that Jesus was speaking about joy and then you just gave an example from the Old Testament and he didn't (laughs) appear till the New Testament. It's a prophetic voice speaking of what's to come. (laughs) Well, I'll talk about this one. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. In that day, you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask in the name of my Father, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive and that your joy may be full. That's from John 16, 22. Okay, so that sounds like that's Jesus 
because mm. he was in the New Testament, Kylie. So what did he say? Ask and you shall receive. And your joy, that your joy may be full. And what's the rules around that, like concerning in his name or in his father's name? What did you just say? Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask for or whatever you ask of the father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. So ask and you will receive and your joy may be full. So in Jesus' name, asking the father with the intention of my joy being full. Mm. I ask that I receive without even having to save up the money to buy it. I ask for two brand new Suzuki V-Strom 250s, one for me to ride and one for you. And they only cost $13,000 in total, $6,500 each. So I ask for these things. Mystical wonder bikes. Confident that I am going to receive them and that my joy may be full when I do. Mm, Because we are in his name. So let's just finish the podcast now and just wait for these bikes to arrive because that's all that really matters to me. I love it. Well, while we're waiting, I'm going to keep going on. In In Psalm 16, it says, Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure, for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy one, see corruption, for you make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is a fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. (laughs) Sorry, I was just thinking about those motorbikes (laughs) that are coming to us, so that my joy may be full. I have gratitude in advance. Yes, I love it. We're so grateful for the mystical wonder bikes that are enabling us to travel the country and visit all the mystical, wonderful ones. I even have gratitude for YouTube that allows me to actually be on those bikes in film that other people have ridden and imagine that I'm on them. But I won't have to imagine for much longer, Kylie, because I'll have them. Yeah, it's true. So have you actually thought about what exactly gratitude is? Uh, No, I haven't really. I've just, I guess I've just gone with the definition that was just in my head, which is just to be grateful, which is to be thankful. Uh, I haven't actually looked it up in a dictionary sense, if that's what you're asking. Mm. Well, I did look it up and it said gratitude is about being thankful for what we have as opposed to what we want or think we need. It is. It has been defined as the appreciation of what is valuable and meaningful to oneself and represents a general state of thankfulness or appreciation. So gratitude is pausing to notice and appreciate the things that we often take for granted, like having a place to live, food, clean water, friends, family. It's taking a moment to reflect on how blessed and fortunate we are. Being grateful for all that we have in life is one of the keys to true happiness. It sounds like mindfulness to me. We had a discussion in our men's group, which we have on Zoom every second Wednesday night. So if you're a man wanting to be a part of a discussion about mystical happenings in life, you can go to our website and contact us through there to be involved in that conversation. But our last conversation was about mindfulness and that's that intentional posture of remembering where you are right now and the things that you're grateful for. So you can be mindful just in the morning 
when you make your cup of tea or coffee and you sit down and watch the sunrise. Or as one of the men in the group shared, he loves sitting on the deck that he's just completed building and looking at the fence that his wife has just completed painting because she's an artist and it's got flowers and bees and stuff on it. And that is his place of gratefulness, his place of mindfulness. So it's that intentionally just remembering or realising where you are and that focus on the things that you're grateful for. Mm, I love it. I found this quote from Don Miguel, which I'm not exactly sure who he is, but he is a dude worth quoting, quite obviously. Uh, The more you practice gratitude, the more you see how much there is to be grateful for. And your life becomes an ongoing celebration of joy and happiness. Yeah, well, that's true, isn't it? It's just grateful for waking up, for walking around the corner, for having the coffee, the conversations with the people in the cafe the the fact that you don't have to make the coffee the fact that you have the money to pay for the coffee the fact that somebody would talk stop and talk to you you know it just goes on and on and on and on the things that you can list that you're grateful for once you once you flick that switch of gratefulness the realization that there are things to be grateful for absolutely presents to you many more things to be grateful for yeah it's so true It's like being grateful actually shifts the lens from what is lacking or not ideal to what is already present and good. By incorporating the practice of gratitude into our lives, we can begin to reap emotional rewards of this state of appreciation and gratitude. In fact, recent studies have found that counting your blessings on a regular basis not only leads to feeling more optimistic and enjoying a greater overall satisfaction with our life, it also can have some pretty amazing physical and emotional benefits. So Dr. Robert Emos is quoted as saying, without gratitude, life can be lonely, depressing and impoverished. Gratitude enriches human life. It elevates, energizes, inspires and transforms. And those who practice it will experience significant improvements in several areas of life, including their relationships, academics, energy level, and even dealing with tragedy and crisis. So gratitude is like a powerful tool for increasing our well-being in all sorts of settings. So with the practice of gratitude, intentionally being grateful for something and what we've just heard is that that also then turns into more habitual realisation that there's much to be grateful for, that you get to a stage where you don't actually have to flick that switch to remember the the many things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, is it possible in time to just be grateful all of the time? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really grateful that there's, at the moment, there's this streak of clouds Wow. moving across the sky. And within those clouds are rainbow colours. Can you see wow, the rainbows? It's absolutely incredible. I have to try and get some photos of that for our listeners. Oh my God. You can see that on wildfiretribe.life. You can find links on there to Instagram and Facebook, etc. And hopefully these photos will come out well that Kylie's just taking now and you'll be able to see them. That's so amazing. Wow. It's actually amazing. So that's the practice of gratefulness. Being grateful right from the moment we've woken up through the the exercise of remembering how grateful we are for having a cafe around the corner and all those things we've listed and it just continues and continues right to the point now 
where we've got clouds moving past the sun full of rainbow colours. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. We're talking about like just gratitude becoming a way of life. Um, I, I did a deep dive into some people that practice this constant gratitude. And I found this guy called Brother David Steendall. And he has written a book on gratefulness. And it's called The Heart of Prayer. Gratefulness, The Heart of Prayer. So he is actually a 96-year-old author, scholar and Benedictine monk. He is loved throughout the world for his enduring message about gratefulness and has the true source of lasting happiness. So he's known to many as the grandfather of gratitude. So Brother David has been a source of inspiration and a spiritual friend to countless leaders around the world, including Desmond Tutu, the Dalai Lama, Thomas Merton, and many, many more. He even did a TED Talk that has been viewed more than 10 million times. So Brother David's words on grateful living shine at the core of his understanding and teaching. So I just wanted to read a quote that's taken from the closing words from a video called A Grateful Day with Brother David. So I'll just read that for you now. You think this is just another day in your life. It's not just another day. It's the one day that is given to you today. It's a gift. It's the only gift that you have right now. And the only appropriate response is gratefulness. If you learn to respond as if it was the first day of your life and the last day of your life, then you will have spent this day very well. Begin by opening your eyes and be surprised that you have eyes that you can open. The incredible array of colours that is offered to us for pure enjoyment. Look at the sky. We so rarely look at the sky. We so rarely note how different it is from moment to moment with clouds coming and going. Open your eyes. Look at the faces of people you will meet. Each one has an incredible story behind their face. Not only their own story, but the story of their ancestors. All that life from generations and from so many places all over the world flows together and meets you here like a life-giving water if you only open your heart and drink. Open your heart to the incredible gifts that civilization gives us. You flip a switch and there is an electric light. Turn on a faucet. There is warm water and cold water and drinkable water and a gift that millions and millions in the world will never experience. And so I wish that you open your heart to all these blessings and let them flow through you and everyone you meet on this day will be blessed by you just by your presence. Let the gratefulness overflow into blessing all around you and then it will really be a good day. Wow, I'm grateful that all those words that you just said ended. <laughs> it's like a little piece of so many of the things we were just talking about, you know, seeing people, seeing the sky, the rainbows in the clouds, just the simplicity of the 
the very beauty that's all around us, turning on a tap and having water. For so many of us, we don't even notice that we have a tap that we can just turn on and get water until the water stops coming out and then we just get frustrated. It's crazy. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? The idea that it takes us to lose something to be retrospectively grateful for the thing that you did have. Mm. I'd much rather be in credit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> be grateful I, for things in advance be grateful for the motorbikes that are coming my way absolutely rather than being grateful for them after i finish with them yeah and no longer have them oh, i wish i had those bikes we've had lots and lots and lots of things that i am grateful for having had in our life as well but i also believe that at the time that we've had them that i've been grateful as well we've had a stretch limousine remember that yeah, that was fun. <laughs> a Mercedes-Benz stretch limousine. Yes, that you thought was a good idea to have as a courtesy car at our hotel. And it was, people really red carpet. loved it. It we was funny. We could roll out red carpet yes. and pick people up from their home and actually carried eight people, including the driver, mm. with a sunroof and a yeah. boomerang on the back, just like the one out of Crocodile Dundee. And it was so special because it really made people feel special. And that's what I loved about it. It made people feel special to be riding in it and to be just experiencing this taste of something that, you know, you often associate with people that are got it all together or maybe So what about or... the story of how that came about being in our possession, Kylie? Because I'm grateful for that story as well because mm. it's something we haven't shared before. Definitely not on a podcast, but so we had a little country hotel, a pub for a few years. And like Kylie said, we wanted a, or I wanted, <laughs> I was looking for a courtesy bus to go and pick people up and bring them to the pub and take them home so they didn't have to risk their driver's licenses by driving after they'd had beer or wine. And this stretch limousine appeared on Facebook Marketplace and I was dreaming of what it would be like to own that vehicle as a courtesy car and I showed it to somebody who was in the hotel one night and and they said well, what are you looking at that for and I said well I reckon that would be a great vehicle to have as a courtesy car uh, and they said yeah it probably would and I said there's only one problem though I actually don't have any money at all to buy it and this person said well I'll give you the money you can just pay me back whenever you want and so the next day I went and had a look at the vehicle and a few days later I had that vehicle in my possession and over the next six months or so we, we paid that money back but that I'm so grateful that that person put their hand up to give me the money, to loan me the money, to take the risk that I would actually be able to pay them back as well. That was you know somebody stepping in and fulfilling a, a, a dream that I had mm. to have this really, really wild stretch yeah. limousine vehicle in my possession attached to the hotel that I could drive and pick people up and make them feel special. That was, mm. I'm so grateful that people jump on board in your life with those dreams that you have and, yeah, totally. and step in and, and help make them happen. And I felt like at the time, you know, that was really exciting for them too, because they could see how exciting it would be to have something like that 
in our town and and that's that collective dreaming it's like each of us playing our part it's somebody having the nous to just go actually something wild and crazy it would be so crazy to have a limousine as our courtesy car and then somebody else going well I can facilitate the financial aspect of that dream and somebody else has you know has got the energy or the 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 ability to be able to make that something that all of the community can enjoy and I think sometimes that space of gratitude becomes a circle when we we realize what part it is that we play and we be grateful for what each other offers in that circle and yeah that's that so i'm grateful for those motorbikes that we're going to get Kylie now <laughs> yeah. as we talk about the stretch limo and things yeah. like that it's making me think oh wow it's even more likely that we're going to get these brand new Suzuki V-Strom 250s <laughs> that I've chosen. Why Why would we want those? What are we going to do with them? Do we have to have reasons, like good reasons to want them and use them? Well, I think for us, it's just a part of the big mystical adventure that is rolling out in front of us, which is the ability to be able to go and connect with people all over the place. And yeah. that's just part, that's part of our heart is just physically to, connect with people yeah. within Australia. And yeah. if we can get those things on boats and aeroplanes, obviously mm. we can take them around the world as well. Yeah, definitely. And it, it is a dream of ours to have vehicles like that to travel and visit people. And it's also a part of the lifestyle that we we thoroughly enjoy having in our life or practicing is we like camping out as well. So don't mind having a tent on board and just throwing it down at the end of the day and camping in the dirt and getting up and going again. When we did our walk of the coast, that was that was such a part of it. It was about being on the earth. It was about being in these remote places where we were just releasing the sound and frequency of love and and what it was that we had to offer in each one of these areas or atmospheres of of our nation and you don't always understand the fullness of what it is that you're called into except when you're coming out of that place of that day by day moment by moment gratitude for what it is that we're walking out when you talk about like the walk up the coast if you're tuning in for the first time to this podcast, you would have absolutely no idea what Kylie's talking about. But in 2022, we walked 600 kilometres with backpacks up the east coast of Australia in New South Wales. Yeah, our and freedom walk. we did it with backpacks on carrying all of our equipment, all of our camping needs and food needs as well. So when Kylie talks about us hiking and being grateful for that time and the equipment that we had and the time to be able to do it and the energy and the health and everything that we had that enabled us to do that, that's what she's talking about, mm. the 600-kilometre trek. You can find out more about that trek, about our trip around Australia on a three-wheeled tricycle with our whole family on board and many other adventures that we've had through wildfiretribe.life. And there's links to various other Facebook pages and Instagram pages. Yes. Well, our page for our walk was like two happy gypsies. And talking about happy, happy is one of those things that often people have this vibe that we're quite happy where we're at what's happening in our life we have this happiness and often I think people say well when you're happy then you're grateful that kind of makes sense but actually I think it's the other way around I think it's when you're grateful is when you're happy and it's this gratefulness that makes us happy it's grateful 
living is a key, like grateful living is the key to being the two happy gypsies. I thought the saying was, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> well, that if is... If you're happy and you know it, then you really ought to show it. If, if you're happy and, and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well, that is a saying or a song. So... What is it then that makes us not grateful? This striving to constantly be somewhere else, this place of needing this or that, this opportunity that is in every moment. Do you think it's like when you feel like you've missed out, when you feel like that everybody else has got it better, when you feel like life is too hard, when you feel like you're never getting your breakthrough, you feel like all of those things. Why did you have to take the conversation there? Like (laughs) to the things that we're not grateful for. Well, I'll I'll flip it and, and we'll just, Brother David, he says, we always get another opportunity. That is the richness of life. How can each one of us find a method for living gratefully, not just once in a while being grateful, but moment by moment being grateful? How can we do it? It's a very simple method. It's so simple that it's actually what we were told as children when we learned to cross the street. Stop, look, go. That's all. But often we don't stop. We rush through life and we don't stop. We miss the opportunity because we don't stop. We have to stop. We have to get quiet and we have to build stop signs into our lives. Stop and smell the roses, Kylie. Mm. I was also thinking that you can be grateful for things that haven't happened. Yeah. So, Like your V-strums? No. No, not that. (laughs) No, that's ridiculous. So, So what do you mean? The things that you think that you've missed out on, so those things that you think, oh, if only when I was that age I had have studied and got that degree, then I would have had this job, which would have given me this amount of money, which would have meant I would have paid off my house, or any of those thoughts that you might have that you've missed out on something. Mm. Perhaps there's a way to think of being grateful for the things that have also not happened. Because Mm, if those things that have not happened have given you the life that you have today that you are grateful for, then you can be grateful that they didn't happen. Yeah, I agree. Because sitting here at the side of the river talking to you right now, if our lives had been any different in any number of ways leading up till now, then we might not be sitting here right now. And Mm. I'm grateful for this moment. So I therefore should be grateful for the things that didn't happen that didn't sidetrack us from being here right now. Yeah, that's right. And I think the other thing that I realised too when I was researching on Brother David is that he was highlighting these opportunities that we often can become overwhelmed by not having taken and, and is that opportunities never stop coming. Like every day there's more opportunities. There's constantly opportunities and we can choose if we want to take them or not. And if we don't take them, then we have to just let that go. We have to not be allowing ourselves to go into that pit of if only and and then try and concoct some kind of what our life might look like if we had have taken that opportunity and lose this very present moment in this space of 
just wishing our life away because we're disappointed with ourselves for not having embraced some moment that happened that's already gone. If you're really, really miserable where you are right now, then you could easily think that you've missed out on doing something and live in that state of, I got that wrong, I should have done that, and then I wouldn't be here right now. But if you're living in the gratefulness of now, then everything that has led up to this moment, you can also be grateful for, Mm. including the things that could have sidetracked you from being in this moment. Yeah, totally. In fact, it's interesting that people who practice being grateful scientifically show significantly higher levels of happiness, psychological well-being. Research shows that they're less depressed, they're less anxious, less stressed, less they have less symptoms of physical pain. They have more success at work and higher self-esteem. They even have better relationships. So, if you practice being grateful every day for two weeks, this actually can have a positive effect on your mood and your level of optimism. That can last six months just from practicing that every day for two weeks. So, okay. So you just do it for two weeks and then the rest of that six months, you don't have to worry about it. And then six months later, you can do it for two weeks. (laughs) So if you do it for one month a year, then your whole year is set. Is that what you're saying? Well, it appears that there are lasting effects that can neurologically impact your whole self if you do that daily practice for two weeks. Imagine if you just did it every day. Well, and we've also spoken about when you are intentional about being grateful, how that duplicates itself and multiplies so that it becomes more of a state of your mind anyway. So obviously if you're doing it for two weeks, it's not like you would be able to stop mm. because it turns into a habit. Yeah, exactly. It turns into something that's ongoing where your two weeks doesn't stop because you're eternally grateful. Exactly. I even thought sometimes you can think, oh, well, you're just pretending that everything is fine. Like those guys at the church on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. How are you going today? Welcome home. Welcome. So good to see you. <laughs> I love that though. Like it is nice to be showered with all of these feeling that you've been seen and somebody is saying hi to you when you get there. I used to love it. We we were on the welcome team for years, honey. No, I wasn't. Weren't you on the welcome team? No, I was not on the welcome team. Were you the pastor of setting up the chairs? Yeah, I was (laughs) setting up chairs for all the people and making it look like there was a full crowd. (laughs) I love it. Gratitude, yes. Gratitude does not mean pretending everything is fine or being in denial about what's going wrong. Cultivating gratitude means choosing to focus your time and attention on what you appreciate. This is the key to controlling your experience and ultimately your well-being. So it's just focusing on those things that we appreciate. It's It's not having to pretend like everything's okay when you feel like it's not. Yeah, it's like... You know, when we rode around Australia on that trike and say we did, it's a minimum 15,000, probably closer to 20,000 kilometres right around the outside of Australia. And we always talk about the one time that we broke down and we broke down for six days (laughs) and we can just think about that and how difficult that was. And it was difficult being broken down where we were and (laughs) trying to get parts and all of that. And that experience can taint the whole experience. That mm. that that one breakdown that we had could flavour the whole drink. 
you know, and it could be just a drink, a really bitter trip, a really bitter tasting mm. memory of a trip where we had this horrendous breakdown. Or we can be grateful for every other aspect of that trip including right from before we even put the key in the ignition the very first time, all mm. the process of planning and the opportunity to be able to do it and the finances and the time and everything that was available to us to be able to do it and everything that went right instead of the times that it rained and it was freezing cold. There was more days where it was clear skies, sunny, beautiful riding weather and if we can just choose to be grateful for those good things maybe that can overcome and be the majority of our thinking Mm. so all this gratitude discussion where does that take us from a mystical perspective where does it take us from a mystical perspective can Mm. you be more specific with that question well I think I'll I'll read you... Because it is real conversations about mystical things. I'm guessing that's why you're trying to take it there. Yeah. I'll read this quote from John Crowder. Joy is not just a substance or an emotion. It's a person. Christ has become our inexhaustible joy. So I feel like gratitude softens us, opens our heart, calms our mind by connecting us to these wonderfully ordinary things that we often take for granted. So I, th- I feel like that's so much of the mystical journey as well. Like even though we're being expanded to see cosmic realities and these things that are blowing our minds, like things that Fiorella speaks of or Justin Abraham or, or John Crowder or, you know, Nancy Cohen, some of these guys, they're the concepts that they're leading us into about what it is that is going on from a cosmic level is just mind-blowing. But then the very opposite of that is the simplicity of our oneness in Christ. So is this place of gratitude, this beautiful space or foundation for our expansion as it softens our heart and allows us to come into this place of more of the revelation of our mystical oneness in him. Do you think? I actually wasn't listening. (laughs) I love that because it's so nice here, like the simplicity of just being by the river. I forgot that we were doing a podcast and just thought that you were talking like you do a lot and I was just looking at the river and just enjoying everything and and then when you said what do you think I realized that I hadn't been listening and that I should have been concentrating because we're actually trying to do a podcast I love it because you're just like whacked out on the beauty of the river I just tuned out because I have the joy of the Lord as my strength Kylie Mm, it's true and that comes from a position of being grateful in the morning and grateful for every moment of my day gives me joy and satisfaction to the point that I forget that I'm even doing a podcast. Well, in 1 Peter, it says, you love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. (laughs) That's the joy you were just talking about. We rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy because we love him. We trust him. We know we're on this mystical journey of oneness with him and all of creation together. There's an excitement in that place, in that place of mystery. 
there is this gratefulness that with our hearts have been awakened to the fullness of what is in a relationship with God. Like there's a gratitude there that makes us come alive and allows us to like be in the fullness of that joy. Yeah, well, it probably doesn't matter too much which version of the gospel you've ever heard preached to you, Kylie. Like it doesn't probably even matter which church you've been to. You hear a different version, different flavor depending on which denomination you go. But at the bottom of it all, the crux of it all is that you do have a lot to be grateful for. Mm. Whether you believe that you're being saved from going to a terrible place at the end of your life or whatever it is that you've heard, we do have a lot to be grateful for around the story of of God being wrapped up in a body called Jesus and coming to earth and spending time here and... Mm the suffering that he went through for our on our behalf so that we could have a relationship with the Father. All of those things, when you sit and think about them, really do help you to understand that we have a lot to be grateful for. I love this book by John Crowder, The Ecstasy of Loving God. It's just got so many crazy, amazing things in it. And I just have this one quote from him. God made you for his pleasure. And he made you intrinsically needy and dependent on his unspeakable joy. If you're struggling with with sin or addiction, don't try to kill your appetite for pleasure because it's impossible. Just direct it to the source of all pleasure. You will be amazed to find that he has perfectly and supernaturally designed you to have all your deepest needs met in him. Wow, I do love that. That makes me think about addiction. And there's there's been a few times in my life where I've felt like I've been addicted to different things and where I would have to say that I have been addicted to different things and those things have been detrimental to my health mainly, physical and mental. But I've recently in the last few years started to think about those addictions or that addictive behaviour that I seem to have being a gift that's been given to me. Therefore, if I want to risk being addicted to anything I just have to choose to do things that are good for me Mm, and perhaps that addictive nature that I seem to think that I have has been given to me as a gift so that I have a constant addiction to God you know I intentionally search for him and meaning and relationship with him and that's partly due to my addictive behavior so I risk doing activities that are good for me as well for my body as well knowing that if I get addicted to it that it's way better than choosing something bad to do yeah I love it I'll just read one more quote from John John Crowder this is from his book Mystical Union I don't know why I was doing a deep dive with John Crowder. Christianity was originally called good news. It used to be a happy message that people wanted to be a part of. The original version of the gospel seemed too good to be true. And that's why it spread like wildfire. Heaven as a free gift. Your sinfulness abolished. Effortless union with God. Amazing benefits. Instant easy soul purge let me tell you if the gospel you have heard is not too good to be true it probably isn't the frequency of the gospel always inspires always brings life and hope 
the flavour and sound of the true gospel never puts rule and regulation and heavy trips on you. Never makes you feel you have to live up to any systematic expectations of acceptance. It always encourages, always hopes, always trusts and always loves. Wow, there's so much to be grateful for there. I'm grateful for John Crowder. Yeah, totally. Thank you for reading all of those quotes that you've researched for this podcast. I'm grateful that you've done all that research. You've got heaps and heaps and heaps of quotes on paper and that you're reading them out because that prevents or that actually saves me from having to do it. (laughs) I love it. I'll read one more Bible verse while we're on reading things out. The Passion Translation from Psalms 68. But let all the righteous be glad. Yes, Let them all rejoice in your presence and be carried away with gladness. Let them laugh and be radiant with joy. Let them sing their celebration songs for the coming of the cloud rider whose name is Yah. To the the fatherless, he is a father. To the widow, he is a champion friend. The lonely, he makes part of a family. And the prisoners he leads into prosperity until they sing for joy. It's just so much to be grateful for there. So you were saying before that if you were grateful for two weeks, Mm. intentionally grateful for two weeks, that that would last for six months. So that can be a challenge for anybody that's listening. Absolutely. If you're not feeling grateful, if you're feeling like your life's a little bit miserable for whatever reason, perhaps take on the challenge of gratitude. So gratitude in the morning when you wake Mm. up and list those things that you're grateful for and just see if you do actually witness a transformation of your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll pop up on our Facebook page, um, a gratitude space. So just jump on. And if you want to engage with that space on our page, where you can put things on there that you're grateful for each day, we would love to interact with you. So otherwise, just write them down for yourself every day, once a day for two weeks. And let's see if we can activate this space within our lives. Let us know how that goes for you, whether you do notice a transformation of your mind, whether you do notice that you actually then just become grateful without even intentionally focusing on it. Yeah, absolutely. That's our desire is to be grateful all the time. Mm. And we're so grateful that we have people listening to our podcast and we thank you for listening. We thank you for sharing it amongst your friends. We keep on getting more and more feedback about people that are enjoying it from different countries as well. And the challenge is out there now. We've got our youngest listener who's just turned four. So are there any listeners that are younger than that? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We would love to hear from you guys. If you're loving this, we would love you to become part of our Patreon family, which gather once a month just to sharpen iron with one another. And we also would... Uh, love to see you on any of our platforms if you want to engage with us. We're also artists, Kylie. We haven't ever, we don't really mention that very often. So on our website, there's also links to artist pages that we have. What else do you have? You've got a book. Kylie wrote a book called The New Now. Yes, if you haven't got it, guys, you should get it because it's a little piece of goodness that will encourage you in your everyday life. It is also packed full of... Lots of practical activations to help you on your mystical journey with God. And the reality too there is, Kylie, that for every time somebody buys a book or a piece of art from us, 
that it converts into fuel into our new motorbikes that are coming. It does. <laughs> Thank you for, for which listening. we are very grateful for. <laughs> it's been great to have you listening. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us and thank you for being a part of the Wildfire Tribe community. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to being with you again next time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to being with you again next time. Thank you.